Have you ever made a New Year's resolution or any resolution only to give it up after a few weeks? Well, even the best well-intentioned plans and accountability measures can still have things go off. Well, Dr. Cashy knows what's missing. Join him in this episode for an angry nerd rant to find out what the missing piece is and why motivational language can actually have the opposite effect. Roll the intro! Good morning, good day, good day, good morning. One of those. (laughs) More spiciness coming at you today. Welcome to another episode of (sighs) Coffee with Cashy. I'm your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. Good morning, everybody. Now I have super spicy angry nerd rant brewing and I have to get it out to everybody because I'm going to explode. Mrs. Cashy is like I've been screaming at her all morning, so now I get to scream at you. This needs resolving the feedback loop. Uh, So this is titled, if I remember correctly, insert motivational quote here, uh, angry nerd rant. So let's get this rolling. When it comes to reaching goals, it's common in like self-help and coaching material and articles and billboards and commercials and posters and whatever slogans of big companies to use a a three-pronged approach to success generically. Okay, you'll see it everywhere. And when I I mention it like this, it'll make sense to you. Uh, The three-pronged approach is one, tactics, what stuff to do. So it's tactics, accountability, and achievement is essentially what you end up saying. So one is tactics, what stuff to do. Two is accountability, making sure you do the stuff. And three is achievement, getting the stuff done. Now, this also applies to parenting and apprenticeship and teaching and managing and all sorts of good, cool stuff. So I I think most of those relationships end up aligning conveniently in many ways, even when we're talking about coaching ourselves. So you'll find great value here, too, outside of the context of what I'm speaking now. For the most part, again, we're all coaching ourselves anyway or trying to. Okay, this is the trodden path. Find a thing to do. Make sure you're doing the thing and then get the stuff. (laughs) That's about it, right? It seems simple and straightforward when presented and implemented like this. It is. Uh, That's why when you actually need to change, like for real, this approach is 99% right and 100% wrong. That, albeit arbitrary, 1% that's off, that's actually what's accounting for like all of the failure to achieve (laughs) is that one part. So let's break it down here. Let's break this down. If you need to cook a chicken breast, then the threefold path is the right approach. Remember tactics, accountability, and achievement. You have a recipe and cooking tools, tactics. You stick it on the stove for X period of time until Y temperature, accountability. Then you eat the chicken, achievement. Yeah, that's about right. This gets messy though, because that formula, although it works perfectly fine here is inappropriately translated everywhere. (laughs) Get directions, follow directions, magical unicorn drops results under your pillow. Right? Right. Wrong. (laughs) In other words, P 
People treat themselves and they treat others as if they are a chicken breast that needs cooking. This is what I see. I am willing to stake my claim here and say that life has a tad more to offer than that. Let's look at a big change, like permanent weight loss, for example. Some people have a good plan, tactics, and a set of guidelines to help them follow the plan and stay in check. Most of the time, in a do-it-yourself sort of format, this is a templated system with some rules to help you stay within the guidelines, okay? Stay within the template. And the achievement part, obviously, is hilariously lacking. It's hilariously lacking. Hilarious in a very sad, pat-pat, cute, nice-try-kid sort of way, right? Uh, so what gives here? What's going on? What's going on? Oh, motivation! That's what's missing. That's right. Cue the training montages and the retro music leading us to victory. Motivation is what's missing, obviously. Because if you have tactics and accountability and achievement, then motivation is the missing component, obviously. Uh, in the context of achievement, this crap is everywhere. You read it, you hear it from others, you tell it to yourself, you see it plastered everywhere. It's even on company slogans. Just do it, right? Super helpful, right? Super helpful. All the emphasis, in other words, if you seek achievement, is to hit the gas. It's always about hitting the gas. More gas, more gas, more gas. So much emphasis on slamming the gas pedal, man. Freaks me out. Now, most reasonable people would be like, duh, of course, everyone expects everything to happen too fast and then they get discouraged or whatever. So you need to like take it slow because it's like a marathon, not a sprint, man. <sighs> Heard that one too. Or whatever stupid idiom is supposed to convince people to stick to their plan and stay motivated. Uh, the irony is that this language slammed down your throat and the language you use on yourself, although it has good intentions, gives the exact opposite effect. The exact opposite effect. And that's a lot of what I'll be discussing if, if, if I expand on this material, which I will if you like it, I will. I've got oodles of this stuff. It's the backbone of everything I do. <laughs> um, you want to know why it's a marathon, not a sprint, is an absolutely terrible figure of speech? I actually have a list of more than eight reasons why it's horrible, but I'll give you my favorite. Marathons and sprints, colloquially speaking, are both races. They're both races. <laughs> I'll say it again. They are both races. I know it's a marathon, not a sprint, has probably been shoved down your throat. Maybe it's something you repeat to yourself as a means of staying on track, convincing yourself somehow that the slow progress you've made is okay. Does anyone see how ridiculous this idiom is now? Hey, hey, now. It's okay. It's a race, not a race. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. This is confusing because even though marathons take longer... It's still a maximum exertion allowed to complete the race. One is a maximum allowable exertion for a long distance, and one is a maximum allowable exertion for a short distance. It's still the same thing. It's still maximum exertion. <laughs> so now that we know that sprints and, and marathons are both competitive races and that they both connote maximum effort, albeit for varying distances, but whatever, that's supposed to convince people to slow down and that it's okay to see slow results because, wait a minute, it's not a race? <sighs> Another great motivational thingy, Mabob? It's not a race? But I thought it was a marathon. At this point, if you do start to see results slow down, you try and justify it, right? It's a marathon, not a sprint. It, 
But if it's a marathon and not a sprint, those are both races, but then you also get told that it's not a race, which is also confusing. Either way, you need more motivation. That's all that matters. We need motivation, people. So the next best thing is to tell yourself to hit the gas, right? That's what you read. That's what other people tell you as well. Dig deeper, power through. Because at this point, it's pretty obvious your crappy progress is from being too weak, right? You need more power. And you also need to make an even bigger hole for yourself, evidently, as evidenced by you being too shallow, needing to go deeper. Okay, after all, no pain, no gain, right? As if any smidgen of progress in this maximum effort competition must be at the expense of your mind and body, while also digging yourself a hole while going deeper, obviously. So when you internalize that sort of competitive maximum effort language, the mind turns to, well, I need to work harder. I'm not working hard enough. My results are horrible and slow and I'm failing. That makes sense. <laughs> Makes perfect sense given the circumstances. As a result, you get even more discouraged. But if you get too discouraged, whatever that means, you start telling yourself and hearing from other people, appreciate the little things because you only have small things to show. It's you against you, but you already proved you suck. So what's the point in that? <laughs> You're doing the best you can, which is obviously failing. And my favorite, don't be so hard on yourself. What's the dominant thought here, number one? Hard on yourself. Second, wait. I thought this was a maximum effort competition where pain and suffering were required to achieve, as evidenced by it's a marathon, not a race, no pain, no gain, dig deeper, go harder. Help me out here, people. What's supposed to keep me motivated? The fact that I can take a break whenever I feel cranky or that I need to be within an inch of my life to make any progress. What's supposed to keep me more excited to stay on track? <laughs> to round this out a bit, in both a marathon and a sprint, the idea is to move as fast as possible for the given distance. I think the cute intention is to prime a person's behavior, which we'll also discuss at a later date in detail, to slow down and pace themselves, whatever that means. Holy heck, it is a wonder why there is so much nonsense and internal conflict going on when it comes to doing this stuff. We all get asked all the time. I get asked all the time. How do I help lead others to success? Why do I keep getting stuck and failing in my own achievements? Oh, that's the 1%. That's the 1% that's missing. This is the 1% that's missing. <laughs> all the stupid, cheesy, useless coaching and motivational stuff you see, all of it is to help people transition between intention, what they want, and intervention, doing the stuff to get there. It's all priming the opposite stuff. If you remember back to the beginning, I had mentioned, one, tactics, two, accountability, three, and achievement. That is a typical three-pronged approach. What stuff to do? Making sure you do the stuff and getting the stuff done. That arbitrary 1% that's missing, that's all the stuff that goes in between those three steps that people try and replace with crappy motivational lingo. <laughs> Can you see why after this simple demonstration, how and why this motivational nonsense is actually making everything worse? And that most of the people that do okay, they do okay despite all of the confusing nonsense. And the sad thing is that just enough people get just temporary enough of a result that it justifies keeping all of this nonsense going. When all it really does is make people that struggle with real life difficulties feel like failure because all you see is everybody else's temporary result they got with a metaphorical or actual gun to their heads. Fueled by stupid motivational lingo.
In a world full of people obsessed with hitting the gas, I implore you to take a step back and think about what that does to you and other people. Instead of slamming the gas harder, I would much rather you took your foot off the brake. 9.9 out of 10 times failure to achieve is because somebody started their proverbial race with their shoelaces tied together. You can have the perfect plan and be in excellent shape and have all the best gear and then you start to run and your shoelaces are tied together. This is what it is like. This is why there's a failure to achieve. Somewhere along the line, somebody made a silly decision to tie their own shoelaces together or somebody tied your shoelaces together and maybe you thought that was the right way to race. And as a result, it feels like you need to run harder and run faster when that really just exhausts you well before you get to achievement. And I think you know exactly what I mean. The first thought is to try harder, run faster. And I'm sitting back here on Team Science going, man, that person is running a marathon with their shoelaces tied together. That's interesting. And they're digging a hole with a shovel. Wow. <laughs> Instead of thinking I suck, I must try harder, take a more reasonable approach and think, what is making this so difficult? Are you fully decked out in the best gear running an imaginary marathon with your shoelaces tied together? If so, do you think trying harder and faster with extra caffeine is the best way to untie that knot? Hmm? <laughs> After all, with caffeine, you could do dumb things way faster with more energy. That is my nerd rant for today, everybody. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I'm glad I got that out of my system. We'll talk about priming and motivation and all sorts of other interesting things, how, how language ends up manifesting in our behaviors, if that is something you're interested in hearing about. But just, just remember that a lot of people think trying harder and putting their foot on the gas is the solution. Uh, and you can try as hard as you want and press the gas as hard as you can. But if, if the emergency brake is on, then who cares how hard your foot is on the gas, right? So again, that is my rant for today. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Cashy is out! <laughs>